podcast. Tonight, we're running a skeleton crew. As you can see, it's me, Randy Pepper, alongside Josh Lassen and Nick Adams. So uh, we're going to handle this thing as best as we can because we don't have Adam. We don't have Larry. We don't have Hot Carl. And, uh, hey, we're going to do the best we can. How's everybody doing tonight, man? You know what we do have, Randy? What we have? We have the best broadcast team that's a part of Ghostfire Media together. And then we add Josh into that, and we have the three best broadcasters. You know what? We, we have the best broadcasters, but we also have Josh, who's one of the best marketing guys and one of the best like video guys as well. So, I mean, what else can we ask for? You know what else Josh Laston is? He's one of the best people that I, uh, I know in the AOLL. Yeah, because I try to keep you calm every week in the TNT. No, not just that. You just, you actually give a shit. I, I not try. A of, not a lot of people give a shit. So you actually give a shit. And it feels feels really nice to actually have somebody who you know. On iRacing, you can call a friend. I appreciate wow. that. Wow, I, I I can say that. I guess I, Johnny's my good friend. And Adam's becoming a better friend. Larry's a good friend of mine. Nick, you're my buddy. And Josh, I don't get to work with you that much, so no. I don't know if you're my friend or not. I but I was, we will uh, get there, Larry. Or, God, you're Randy. We have something happening in common. You have guitars in the background. I have guitars in the background. We should be buds. I thought I, I have full intentions on making a trip like everybody seems to be to the guitar attic at some point or another and once I can, you know, get back on a plane. Yeah, you know, we, I mean, that seems to be the trend this week, right? Like, everybody came down to meet you at the guitar attic, so... Well, it's I, because uh, you get... It's like a scavenger hunt hunt now, or hunt, or whatever you call it. Uh, people, like, they search for things that have to do with the TNT or AOL or whatever, and they all come to the, the guitar attic. I'm part of it, so I'm one of the things that you have to collect. You have your little turtle? <laughs> yeah, I do have my little turtle. Is it sitting at your office at the guitar attic? Uh, no, it's actually where I can't reach it, so, but I, I do have it. All right, rather than continue down this path, we have our first guest actually waiting for us. We do? We do. This week, we're bringing on three great racers. To start off from the IVRL, we have Brandon Massey. Then we will be bringing in from the AOLL Cup Series and Sportsman Series, Josh Hanner, our twice winner in two races. And then from the Sportsman and TNT, we have Blake Zidi, who is a, definitely an up-and-comer and somebody that um, I curse him during races, but it's just because he's good. Not as bad as I did the other night. Well. I, I cursed him. I'll have to get with him on that when he gets on here because I was kind of mad at him. I was actually mad at actually him and the other guy up there alongside you on the screen. Well, we're always Me? mad at Nick. What yeah, did I do? You spun out before the start finish line and then ZD slowed and I went underneath him and by the time I knew it, I uh, crossed the start finish line and got a black flag. When did I spin out before the start finish? When uh, didn't you? Rate. It wasn't wasn't you. Wednesday night you spun out in the trucks. I I mean, I spun out a lot this week, but (laughs) 
I yeah, didn't no, really want to talk about it. Yeah, you spun out right before the start finish line, and and uh, I passed you and ZD before the start finish line and got a black flag. Really want to talk about it? But All I'm right, gonna have to. We'll it's... talk about it later because I'm sure if Carl gets in here, he's got something to say to you as well. Ah, oh, me and Jed. <laughs> let's just leave that one. Alone. Hey, let's just go ahead and bring uh, Brandon Massey in here. Let's just talk some IVRL racing, butt kicker series stuff. So, how about that? I like that a lot better than like us cursing better, at Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I will need one of you gentlemen to bring him in so I don't break the video here. Well, that works. Uh, Brandon, you got a camera or no? Oh, there we go. Hey, there he is. Hey, Brandon, how are you? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? We are doing great, man. Good, good. So, it's Friday night. What can we say? And uh, I think... uh, That is uh, Carl. Carl has joined us as well. But, hey, man, you had a great run the other night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, we're still kind of excited about it. I haven't got to see how the points has played out. They haven't really posted anything for us yet, but I know um, I tried to get it myself. They have not updated. It. Yeah, they have not. But looking at it, uh, it looked like Will Cannon. Uh, he, I think he had a, a pretty detrimental run. So that being the case, with that win, I think that may jump us to around, uh, I think, third in points. So uh, give or take, I think I don't think we was too far behind him. So yeah, we feel pretty good about it. So uh, tell us about yourself uh, as the people are watching on YouTube and, and Twitch and all the other stuff that we uh, broadcast through. Tell us about yourself. Just go along your background, where you're from, how old you are, you know, all the good sure. stuff. Yeah. So I'm 33 years old. I live in a small town in Ohio, southern Ohio, uh, called Ironton. Um, well, uh, tell I've been us traveling yourself, back and forth uh, to racetracks since I was about five years old, uh, just loafing with dad. Um, when dad started racing cars and then... Uh, my grandpa, uh, Pappy, he, he started the whole shindig of everybody racing cars and then uh, led over the dad and then eventually over to me. But, uh, yeah, we're just in a small southern town in southern Ohio down around Kentucky, West Virginia border down here. And we just hang out and race cars and enjoy dirt racing pretty much. Okay, so you race real life stuff. It's not just the uh, iRacing stuff. Yeah, we used to. Um, back in, I want to say, 2008, 2009 area. Uh, for a good while, and then me and Dad, uh, later on in our careers, we teamed up and ran some uh, flat cart stuff, uh, some dirt tracking on some flat carts. So, uh, yeah, we've been in we've been in some form of motorsports along the way for many years, uh, even up till today. So, yeah, awesome. So, uh, you had a great run the other night, your first win of the season. You were really, really excited. We we were really happy for you because uh, we haven't had that much emotion in a car. Uh, this whole season yeah and i'm i'm that type of guy man i'm i'm very emotional um i take a lot of time away from my my wife and my kids to be able to sit here and do this and so uh i work very hard at it um i practice a, a lot of time uh spent on the sim back back here behind me um and i spent a lot of time doing this stuff and so when you get a big win when you're racing against guys like christian converse and joey you know, joseph kazi and these guys that's got multiple wins in the league um, to be able to go out, or Greg Hall even, can't forget him, uh, but to go out and be able to get your first win at a, at a racetrack like Darlington, even on the sim, uh, that's a big deal, man. And it's a big deal for me and our race team. And then, you know, having those guys on the car, that that's what helps too. So, um, yeah, it's a big deal. And I, I, I'm very emotional. I get fired up about stuff like that. If we have a good run, um, 
it, you know, to me, I think for any race car driver, whether it's sim or real life, uh, we all show up to win. And when you can get that job done, man, you get excited about it. Absolutely. Go ahead, Nick. You got a question for him? Yeah. So, Brandon, we talked to Ira earlier in the season during one of the IVRL broadcasts about Bohica Esports, kind of about just a, li a little bit of the backstory, but we never really got in depth with it. So sure. how did the sponsorship with PepsiCo and all that come? Yeah, so we we ran a race with a group called Lightspeed Racing League, and it was a Daytona race. Um, it was kind of a one-off thing, special event they was doing. And um, we had we had entered, and we had really good showings, me and him both. And uh, we both had a shot to win. I ended up with a little bit of damage on the car, and I just couldn't draft very well. But um, from that time on, um, he had eventually got a job with David Sparks and, and PepsiCo in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And uh, he, D David, had actually uh, watched those races and, um, you know, had asked Ira, he said, how do I go about sponsoring those cars? And, and Ira said, well, if you're going to sponsor one, you're going to take my teammate with you too. And um, he said, fair, done deal. And so he reached out to uh, his higher-up folks, David Sparks did, and um, it just kind of went on up from that point. And then the next thing you know, we're getting a phone call from David Sparks and going, you've got the green car, you'll be repping Mountain Dew. So that's kind of just, it was just kind of that one race, really. I mean, we've been teammates for a long time together uh, from back NASCAR heat days. Um, we transferred over to iRacing. We've been teammates since, and uh, since, and we we do a, we relate to each other really well, and, and the sponsorship has just kind of helped with that. So it was just that one Daytona race, man. We just had a good showing and, and worked well as a team, and, it just kind of fell in line for us. You guys have uh, done a great job representing the uh, PepsiCo brands. Um, I had kind of have a connection to that whole thing as well. One of my really good friends is uh, the guy that goes around the uh, country, in actually Canada and everywhere else, that goes around to every one of those uh, plants and tells them, you know, look, you're looking good, but your inventory is this or whatever. So, uh, there's a good chance that David Sparks probably knows my buddy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, David. David, man, he. Um, I know a little bit about him, and uh, I've spoke with him a couple of times. That we um we had a big win um at Daytona the Friday before Tuesday night. So um we we actually got to speak to him then. So that was really cool. So um I'm about I'm gonna say roughly eight hours away from those guys. So um. Yeah, I, it's phone conversations. You just call up your sponsor, and or he calls you, and you carry on those conversations. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna get back down that way. We're we're planning to uh, meet up with those guys pretty soon, uh, and uh, hang out, maybe eat some Hooters or something like that, and have a good time. I'm I'm hoping we can anyway. Do you guys get paid anything, or just uh, running it for fun? No, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, we we get they they pay us. Um, not to go too much into detail on that, but yeah, we do get we do get some funds. It's allocated to us uh, through PepsiCo, and um, so I'm very dedicated to making sure that I always, you know, have something in my hand green. So, um, but yeah, you 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 can't you won't walk into into my kitchen and find anything red brand in there. I can promise you that. I will uh, keep my can below camera level. I will I tell you right now, I have a cup here, right here, that I filled up with a nice cold Pepsi. So uh, I'm a Pepsi fan. Actually, uh, yeah. you know, I drink uh, Pepsi all the time, and it's because my buddy, you know, and, he, you know, I actually have a Pepsi cooler in the back of my store that I got from those guys. So I'm the same yeah. way. 
Yeah, the next time I come down to Daytona Beach, man, I'm gonna have to swing over and check check y'all out, hang out, and and uh, you know shoot the bull a little bit and ha have a little fun. Maybe pick a few guitars. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know that's been the hot thing this week. If I, I've had uh, two different people have wandered in my shop this week that uh, race i racing. So uh, you you get the uh, part of the uh, what we we called it a uh, what kind of hunt did I say it was? scavenger hunt so i'm part of the scavenger hunt point. the gfm scavenger hunt yeah the gfm scavenger hunt so we'll be uh let's see i'm me me and the wife we're taking we're taking the family to uh disney world uh in august and we're gonna come up on a wednesday uh up to daytona beach and uh, let the kids play around there so sometime in august man i may just swing by there and drop in well you may just hey Randy, maybe have some where can he find you <laughs> yeah, T tell our viewers where you can find where we can find you. That's right. Uh, the Guitar Act, sixteen seventy two and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Flomish in beautiful Holly Hill, which is Daytona Beach. I'm and pretty then, sure uh, that uh, anybody who listens to the broadcast on Tuesday knows that we're really good at that. <laughs> Very good commercial, really good by the way. Shameless plug. <laughs> Very good commercial. I went back and I went back and watched that race because I, I go back and watch every race. I want to I want to learn drivers and see what those guys do on on different styles of racetracks. And I go back and watch every single race and uh, see what those guys are doing. And so, but that was a very good job with the with the commercial. Y'all did a good job on that. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, the, so, with your uh, your racing style and stuff, uh, do you, is there anybody that you look to racing? with do you look to them as like you know this is a guy i want to emulate and be better you know in real life man i i i'm i i, I would say kyle larson right i mean he's uh I, I like to put the car on the outside as much as i can that's why darlington was so much fun for me i mean you, you got to get right up against the wall and you got to be very technical and very line specific about the way that you drive the car so um tyler reddick does a good he does a very good job of that too especially at homestead but um yeah i would say it would be kyle larson i, I think kyle he's one of the hottest drivers on the circuit right now and and um I, the kid's talented 20 what is he 28 years old i think and i think he's 27 27 yeah, yeah nick, knows that. nick knows everything about nascar <laughs> i've come to see i mean this hey. dude knows i know he doesn't like new hampshire all that well i think that this is, is the worst racetrack <laughs> in the history of net it is almost as bad as kentucky all, just all we need to do is just bulldoze it and make it a freaking i don't care make it a drag strip make it a four turn road course just don't put road race cars in an oval in new hampshire bad idea Sucks. Yeah, I, say, I, I say that about road courses get rid uh, of all of them eat that track well, so much that's, hate that's, that that's track you're going shut it. up <laughs> I, I just let it go <laughs> this is kind of the reason i was excited about getting the invite to come and hang out with you guys tonight and, and chat a little bit is because the other lady i'm in is running they turn a road course and i was like nah i'm good <laughs> i'm good <laughs> oh come on the international so, so, so being able to come here and hang out man it gave me an excuse not to be there so <laughs> so it's a good track though yeah appreciate that's, that's well, one of the best road courses on the on the circuit, I would say, right behind, yeah. uh, probably right behind the Roval. That's that's the best road course they run. And I and, I, and the thing is, is, I get around the Roval pretty well. I'm just not a road course racer, man. I, if you got to turn right, that's stupid. Let's just turn yeah, left. Right. Yeah. Even as somebody that loves road courses, those cars are not meant to turn right in no, no way, shape, or form. <laughs> the new ones are supposedly meant to turn left and right. Well, so we'll find out course, eventually right? when they actually a little, have a little bit more. Yeah. When they actually have good setups for those. Well, 
think about it, the first official race they're going to do on those cars is at a road course. Is that is that the Daytona road course? So yeah, that's, that's true. You're right. Be, yeah, they'll, they will actually run that. that. Almost the last time that a, a NASCAR race car was debuted at a road course. The, we the know COT you have this answer somewhere the, in your head. The, the answer is never because the COT was debuted at Phoenix, and every year before, every time before that, all generations had been debuted at Daytona. So, right, but exactly. But Phoenix, Phoenix but has, has the schedule been announced? What next year is going to be like? Will it be just like this year's? Um, it's no, it's not going to be like this year's. They already said that this next year is going to be the huge shakeup because all of the contracts are up with all those awful mile and a half tracks. No, what I'm saying, no, I'm saying is. Oh, speed this weeks, year, yeah, yeah. Speed this, weeks is going to be the same. Okay, because yeah, this year's speed weeks, you know, was different from any other speed weeks ever. So that's what I'm getting at. Is did they they announced? Oh no, next not year's. not the amount of days, but the two races that you're actually going to see that like yeah. the one that counts for money and the one that counts for the points. Those two races are going to be the same. You're still going to see the clash at the yeah. road course because yep. they, they did that so that you don't see the package what you're actually going to get at Daytona because it's going to be boring no matter. You won't what. see it until Thursday night when they yeah. run the. Uh, it's going to be point. boring no matter what because it's they're just going to cars are not going to be bumped. But we're right. going off on a tangent. Yeah, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's up there. So let's, <laughs> Brandon, uh, before uh, before your win this past week, you had kind of come into a little bit of a slump. You started the season yeah. with. Six top six finishes in a row, um, c- consistently battling for wins at tracks like Phoenix, Atlanta, and Bristol. And then Richmond, you kind of got unlucky. You were out early. Talladega got caught up in some stuff that, you know, just Dega. It's what happens. And then Kansas wasn't the greatest finish for you. So this obviously gives you that momentum, and now you're locked into the playoffs. So how do you proceed going forward? We're just going to continue to do what we do. Take it one race at a time. I mean, that's that's how I approach it. Um, I don't look anything past um, what's going to happen next week. You know, next week we've got Dover on the schedule, and that's where my focus is at. Um, and then we're just going to continue to prepare. Uh, Kansas, we had a pretty decent starting spot, but um, a little lap one incident, turn three and four, kind of ruined that for us. But um, with the bonehead mood of the season. Well, I, you know, I, I don't – we got to mess with. Him. Yeah, it's not anything that it was in. De- I mean, that's that's not just something that he does, right? I mean, that's, oh, that's not him. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. You just get caught up in that stuff. But, yep, the, the Richmond race, I was looking really forward to. I had that one circled on the calendar, and I had some connectivity issues that we've since then got lined out. So, I'm just looking forward to next week. Dover, I, I love the Monster Mile. I think I think it's a really super fun racetrack to, to, to get around and – I'm hoping that we have a pretty decent run there, but I don't look past what's going on next week. My focus stays the same, and it's it's week by week. And then uh, my goal is to try to reach that final four and give ourselves a shot to win a championship. And and we're just going to continue to take it week by week, and you know, be a little bit a little bit more risky on the racetrack around race car drivers, and take a little bit more, you know, um, riskier calls. You know, try to manipulate maybe track position with the fuel mileage type of things and see what we can get to try to learn for deeper in the series. But right now it's just week to week. You know, we don't, we don't go past that. So have you practiced at all for Dover already? Uh, yeah, I've, I've got some laps on it. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll spend, so my wife is a traveling nurse and she'll be out of town tomorrow night. So I'll spend most of my time back here on the sim. So yeah. Logan, Adam, lap. Adam, have you uh, practiced at all for Dover yet? 
No, I'm still uh, trying to master Darlington for Sunday. So, like, uh, Justin just posted out there running multiple leagues. How much time do you have to practice for each week? Man, for me, it's ridiculous. I got the truck series. I mean, at least the Cup Series and the uh, and IVRL and the AOL Cup Series, they have mirrored each other for the most part. I'm for every race for race. So it kind of, Tuesday night gives me a lot of practice for Sunday night. So, But I, I feel I can't move on to the following Tuesday night until I finish Sunday night. So it's kind of a curse, too, because I have to wait all the way until then because I don't want to start trying to get like to Dover. Dover is a way different track than Darlington. So I don't want to start learning how to drive Dover and forget how to drive Darlington. And do you have the same kind of problem at all? Brandon, do you have any other leagues that run different tracks that you yeah. interfere with it? Yeah, so so Tuesday night I got the Cup Series with IVRL. Wednesday night I got the Lightspeed Racing League Xfinity Series, and then Friday night we got the Lightspeed Racing League uh, Cup Series. So uh, totally different schedules. The only benefit that I have in that league is the Wednesday uh, Xfinity cars follow the Friday Cup cars. Uh, so you get a little bit of time on track, but two totally different race cars, uh, two totally different driving styles to get the Xfinity car and the Cup car around the track. So yeah, we race we race different things throughout the week. So um, I'm actually contemplating probably with maybe withdrawing my name um, from Lightspeed uh, just to primarily focus, you know, on IVRL and see if we can't make a run deep into the playoffs. So I've not talked to uh, my sponsors or um, my teammate about that <laughs> yet. Not so. paying attention tonight. Yeah, so uh, you know, got to reach out to them folks first because they they pretty much dictate where you know dictate where we race and what we don't and what we do. So. Talk to those guys first, but that's I'm probably going to approach that and probably just focus Tuesday night. Adam, don't you dare say hopefully nobody's paying attention. Hopefully no, Mountain t- Dew is paying attention to that <laughs> and they love yeah. us. Yeah, the oh, Mountain Dew will definitely – I mean, Pepsi Go will definitely probably watch this because Brandon's probably going to share it with them, and they're going to see that behind me I have Pepsi on my my walls back here and all this good stuff. So I think we're covered, guys. I think we're and, good. and I've switched over to non competitor yeah. beverages yeah, I'm a Chase <laughs> for Dale Jr. so you know Mountain Dew all the way that's the only thing that's allowed in this house but um so we're not going to overlook Dover obviously 250 laps at a very tough track uh mm-hmm. it's, it's called the track too tough to tame for a reason mm-hmm. but the week after that is a unknown for everybody and it's probably one of the most hyped races that we're going to have this year in the IVRL and one of the more uh, anticipated races. It's the debut of the Cup cars at Circuit of the Americas. So, have you gotten any track time on that? And have you? Are you excited for that? Are you? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm not. Uh, no. I'm. I'm week to week. Uh, I, you know, I, my focus is Dover and winning at Dover. And once Dover's over, then I'm. You know, my focus turns to to uh, Circuit of the Americas, and that's where I'll be. Um, I go week to week. I don't look past what's going on the next week. My focus is to sign in. Uh, once we sign into the sim, I feel like that I, I have as equal chance as anybody to win. And and that's always been my mindset. I don't feel that anybody's any better than me on the racetrack. If you can see the sim behind me, I got a G920 with a single with a uh, a single screen, boys. I don't got nothing special, man. I got I just got what I just got enough. You know what I mean? And I take what I got and make it work. And and I you know I don't look past. I don't look past what's what the next obstacle uh, obstacle is, and that's Dover. And once we get past Dover, then I'll focus on the next race. But right now, my focus is Dover and getting a win there. 
So I want to I want to go through. I wasn't here at the beginning, but I I, I want to throw my apologies out there. I know I slapped the wall a few times right in front of you. Checked up the whole entire field. It was horrible, horrible. But I I know I did it right in front of you. I looked at the back. I just uh, I tapped the wall coming off a two and checked the whole field up off a of restart. It, it it sucked. You yeah, actually I, just uh, pointed something out to me, Adam. You made me remember something. With about seven laps to go, Brandon, coming out of turn two, you had Safe. one of the scariest moments of the night. <laughs> uh, you almost pulled a a, a, a Josh last and just uh, you know, cut yourself out it, all alone. And uh, what was going through your head when you were about 30 degrees to the left? So I wasn't even looking at the time. I wasn't even looking in the mirror. I was just looking out the front windshield. I, I just doing my job. Um, those on that last restart, I felt like um, we were probably one of the fastest cars, if not one of the cars to beat. We just didn't have the qualifying. I I I, I overdrove three and four terribly. I mean, just completely blew it in qualifying. Qualified eleventh, and um, I I have enough bonus points to it's got me well within where I needed to be, I think, for probably making the playoffs on points. So I gambled, and when the caution come out late at the end of Stage 1, I was able to stay out because at that point I only had one green flag lap on my tires. Now, I, I, I showed 6-10 to 10 lap holder tires, but realistically, I only had one green flag lap on those tires. So I wasn't pitting. I was going to stay out there, uh, and that was the call that helped me get that track position. And then... But once once we got that final caution and I was on pit road and I got those four fresh tires, um, I think with what was it, sixteen laps to go, we end up setting the fastest lap of the race uh, by two tenths, give or take. Uh, so that just confirmed what I thought was we were one of the fastest cars. We just needed the the clean air and the track position to be able to show it, and and we was able to. And I think we end up winning by four seconds. But yeah, that I almost stepped on. Uh, well, I'll keep it clean, but I almost stepped on my own self right there. Um, it was a scary moment, but I wasn't looking in the mirror. I, I, my job was to win the race, and that's that's what I wanted. I was, I was going to drive the wheels off of it for sure. So you weren't worried at any time that Greg Holt was going to come back and try to nope. get back around you again. No, no, I sure wasn't. I, to being honest, I wasn't. Uh, I looked down uh, from the time that we took the restart, two laps after that, I looked down one time. I seen he was 2.1 seconds behind. Two laps later, I looked, he was still 2.1 seconds behind. At that point, I was not worried. I, I wasn't. Uh, and again, I feel as, I'm, I, as if I'm as competitive as any driver out there, whether it's Christian Converse, Joseph Kazi, Greg Holt, it doesn't matter. Uh, my job is to go and turn turn the steering wheel left just like everybody else, and I feel that I'm as equally, if not better, than what most of those guys are. I just haven't had the luck on my side. Yeah, um, I, I like the way that you uh, you announced all three of the Tito guys. He never once said anything about Patrick Gasper or any of those guys. <laughs> the, so the, the the teammate guys, man, that's those are the guys that you want to beat, right? The guys that's got the most wins. That's who you focus on. Right when me and dad was racing big cars before we went to our first dirt race, we went down and spent the season before picking the guy that we wanted to beat. Because if we could beat that guy, we wasn't going to get beat. So if I can beat Christian Converse, Joseph Kazi, Greg Holt, and some of these guys, I'm not going to get beat. Right? So that's that's my thought. So if I'm if I can beat them at their game and how they play, then I'm not going to get beat. So that's that's. I pick guys and I learned. Like I, I followed Kazi. Um, I don't remember what race it was. Maybe Bristol. I think it was Bristol Dirt. I followed him for a few laps to see what he was doing that I wasn't. I learned from drivers. 
I'll tuck in line. I don't need to, to win the stage or, or lead every single lap. I just got to lead the last one. That's it. So I follow and I, I learn and I see if guys are doing something different that I can do and I pay attention to those things. And if I can beat the fastest guys on the racetrack, I'm not going to get beat. So that's yeah. that's where I focus, you know. Okay, so we uh, we always ask the drivers in here to pick this week's winner. It, not not Me? Not you, no. <laughs> if you cannot win, who's your pick for this week? He um he he can uh he can get the job done. So I not just saying it just Gosh, because he's a teammate. Nice but Correct. I think he can do it. Okay, so you you're picking Ira if you can't pick yourself, all right. Well that we've we've uh, we've talked about him a lot, haven't we, Nick? That's a hell of a pick. I mean I, I picked Ira the first week I saw him just based off his speed. I knew nothing about him and, and now that you know, I've been watching him for the last 13 weeks. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. Um, just no you're a hundred percent right. He just needs to be a little bit more. There's a lot of guys in this league who, if they were a little bit more pushy with mm -hmm. in certain situations, they'd be battling for wins. And I'm never going to, you know, fault someone for being kinder on the racetrack because we definitely need more of those people. We have too many people who put their cars in places that just, they just don't belong. But Ira consistently, puts his car in the place that's not not best for him but best for the other person yep and and that's just that's the type of guy he is and 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 that's i just i you know i love him for that because he i mean he's he's phenomenal behind the wheel he's got tons of racing experience as well and and i i i've told him time and time again i mean i'll, I'll take you know i'll take a few bad finishes if if i'm running in the front and i can be competitive and have a shot to win i'll take that any day over trying you know i'll give and take and i try to be respectful and i don't try to run over guys i don't really want to get into anybody i don't want none of that drama in the discord afterwards you know everybody going back and forth i don't like that so there's times that i'll i'll do that but there's times that you got to be aggressive and i think if he can be that you know i think towards the latter part of the season, he can definitely get the job done, and I think Dover's a good place he can do it. All right. Anybody else want to go ahead and give your picks for the IVRL? Anybody else? Uh, I think uh, – so I don't know what exactly happened to Causey last week, but the man was on a mission. If he wasn't eight laps down, the man would have won that race. Uh, I watched him restart behind me and drive and unlap himself. So I'm going to go with him for Dover. Uh, Dover's another one of those unique tracks where you're going to have to feather the throttle and do it just like Darlington was. So I'm going to go with Joseph Causey. Good pick. His, uh, uh, his Carl, do you, watch, do you watch much of the RVRL? Can you pick I try to. Yeah, I'll go ahead and make a pick here. Uh, uh, same guy I've picked the past few weeks, and um, it just hasn't happened uh, since I've been picking him. So uh, some more bad luck. I'm going with Will Cannon. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. bad luck. I mean, I, I'm more than happy to say it. I think Mr. Gaspar is due. In all honesty, and I think he would tell you he's due. Yeah. So, 
I've seen him on these kind of tracks, and everybody else has already been picked that I would even think about. All right, Nick. Oh, Randy, I'm gonna go with. Uh... Could be a cop out because he's our guest, but there's a few reasons behind it. I'm gonna go with Brandon, and I'm gonna go with him because I mean, it, it, Brandon, you've been on this. You were on this tear in the beginning part of the season. You hit that little rut these last three weeks that, that really cost you some, you know, you had that connection issue you said, and then you just got caught up in some other things that weren't, you know, your fault. Um, I just think that he's going to be consistently fast. Um, the 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 commitment you say you have to, you know, this week and not looking ahead, uh, I think it gives you an advantage over some people because I know there are some people who look ahead and go, well, Coda's going to be an opportunity to gain something that I might not gain anywhere else. These other guys who are maybe slower at the mile and a half. Um, or the mile track, so I think that you definitely have a a shot. Probably going to be you and one of these other picks that somebody picked. Probably you know you and Joseph Kazi out there battling for the win, or you and one of the Tito guys. Yeah, yeah. This... All right, my pick. I'm going to go with uh, another shocker as well, Thomas Carino. I think he's due. He's been yep. running really well. I think he's another guy that's uh, just coming into his own. I'm I'm gonna pick him. Just uh. Just because I want to. <laughs> Sometimes that's all the more reason you need. Hey, exactly. He finished behind you last week, so you know what the heck. Yeah. So, so that will uh, that'll wrap it up for our IVRL uh, segment of the night. I want to thank you, Brandon, for coming in and uh, sharing your thoughts and how you did this past week. We look forward to seeing you on the track in the Butt Kicker series. And wish you all the luck, all the luck going forward and into the chase. Appreciate you guys, man. You all do a fantastic job. You all a lot of fun to go back and watch. Uh, I, you, especially, especially you two, Nick and Randy. I mean, you you guys just listen. If you if you do come out with some of those uh, t-shirts with some of the sayings that y'all got, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta let me know. Here, so. up the, uh, you hit everything except the. Uh, yeah, uh, what was it? The hot dog stand girl, Randy? Yeah, it was. Concession girl. Yeah, we definitely yeah. need a, a rub and tug one. That's that's a hundred percent. We need a rub and tug hey, shirt. Sure. New, one last, new one last night. I, I don't know if Adam caught it last night. I uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Sean ran into the side of somebody just right T boned. I said, Man, he is tires deep in the side of him yeah. <laughs> I, I, heard, I, I also heard i wanted to talk about this since it's you know it's kind of a out there podcast randy did you say we need gfm condoms on the site i did yes I he did, did. Yeah. He said they would i don't even out. know who to reach out to i mean i can try to get in contact with uh like uh, Durex or something about Ghostfire condoms, but I don't know. I, I don't even know how to go about that. Hey, can you put this logo on the tip of a condom for me? It, no, it's just on the packaging. <laughs> it's on the packaging. But wait, no, hey, know, wait. What about know. a black and red condom? Boom. So Ghostfire condom. There's several things you can do there, right? So Ghostfire, so you can go with the warm tingling. It's like it's not even there. There's several things, guys. Look, <laughs> if you need a marketing specialist, hit me up. I've got you covered. Ooh. Speaking of which, uh, for the fans watching, if y'all would go over and check out Bohica Esports on Facebook, we do have a merchandise site up. So go over, show some sport, get some merch. But if you need a marketing guy, guys, I can help you out for sure. Okay, oh, tell him. You and uh, you and uh, 
<laughs> you and John are both partying, guys. That was cool. All right. Well, thank you, Brandon, for joining us, man. You have a good night. Hey, you Thanks. guys, two minutes have been a pleasure. I'll, I'm more than happy to come on here anytime. All, All right, man. man. You have a good night. Thank, thank you, guys. Take care. It's like it's not even there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, the condom has to say Ghost Fire Media on the side of it, right? <laughs> and, and the tip is to make sure you make it to the whole word, you know? <laughs> now, hey, Randy, on the top of it, it's got to say just the tip. Uh, <laughs> just the tip randy pepper 2021 uh, <laughs> all right let's go ahead and move on to the uh, cup series guys uh we're gonna be uh we're, we're swapping things around for the night our uh -huh. next guest is only here for a few minutes so we're trying to get him into them our next guest is joshua hanner we're gonna do the cup series the moving into the sportsman series and then a tnt series we'll change it up for the viewers out there trying to uh, accommodate one of our guests i'm confused that's uh -huh. not the way it works can't do so, that to the little guy. We, I was going to say, we got to bring in fast Josh. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring in the faster of the Joshes. Well, he will make it all the way to the Ghostfire Media uh, condom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what Hanner. What is this? This is Hanner? Yeah. Hey, fellas, thanks for having he me. He looks as bad as I do, and he's got all these ESP guitars on the wall. Wow. Randy, oh, did you just call Hanner out? I did. I'm looking. I'm like looking at like half mullet. You can't call anybody out. No, no. I'm looking at the guitars. I'm like, I don't. I, I didn't even see him. I see a Marshall <laughs> like, you know, arm <laughs> stack, and you know, I'm like looking. Is that a Pierce? Is that an Ibanez? No, it's an Ibanez. And he's got a looks like a. Well, maybe this is a Pierce. What a single cut that he's got a. Yeah, we got uh, we got two Taylors for the acoustics. Yeah, I see those. Yeah, Ibanez, a PRS, two Gibson Les Pauls, yeah, LTD, and an Ibanez bass. Yeah, we I see more that. More people like Randy Pepper. Randy Pepper doesn't see people; he just sees I guitars. I see guitars. Yeah, I look and I go, you know what? I mean, that's, that's all I see in the background for Randy too. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I just love no the problem. shelves of pedals. Oh, and mine? I need, I yeah. need to go visit the uh, guitar attic, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, those actually are not pedals, my friend. Those actually are uh, race cars. Oh, those hey, are die-cast? Yeah, it's all die-cast. Huh. Randy, where can we find uh, you and the guitar <laughs> attic? For the second time tonight. <laughs> you stop by the guitar attic, 1672 and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Bloomington, beautiful Holly Hill. Daytona. I have to do that every time someone says, I'm going to stop by and see Randy Pepper. Oh, Randy, where can we find you? <laughs> All right. So, been listening so, to the podcast last couple of weeks, he just rolls that off the tongue so well. <laughs> I say it a lot. You, uh, if you watch my Facebook page for the Guitar Attic, you'll see me do it all the time. I do lots of commercials for the store. You know, promoing, pro, promoing, what I said, promo, uh, shop a lot. Can't, All right. So, uh, let's Go get ahead. to this. All right. So, Josh, you have now ran what two cup races, right? Yes, sir. How many? Where did you finish on those two cup races? Uh, P one, I believe. I'd have to go P1. check the uh, records. P one, man, that's a hell of an opening right there, man. Uh, what do you think you're going to do this weekend for Darlington? Is that one of the tracks that suit your driving styles, or is this one of those ones you just want to hurry up and get over with? No, I absolutely love Darlington, and I would love to add a third P1 to it, but uh, that's a tough track, so we'll just kind of have to see how it goes. So, so Hannah, I, first of all, it's uh, awesome to see you again, man. It's 
I, Hannah and I go way back. Um, first time I've seen him in like 10 years um, uh, or so. Yeah, I guess Circuit City closed actually probably 12 years ago. Did Carl um, have hair then? No. <laughs> Carl no, hasn't he had did hair not. He did not have hair, and he had just had LASIK, so his eyes were all bloodshot all the time. <laughs> oh God! And he didn't was that, have the was beard. that from LASIK? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what he said. You know, we don't know. It was probably also a lot of hangovers. Um, so I, I was I was breaking the points earlier, and um, you know, you're you're currently way way back in points. Um, but you know, kind of you know, because the chase is a great equalizer. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of did the math here, and if you can gain uh, 16 points per race um, on, uh, I think it's currently 16th uh, position right now, um, you'll, you'll, you'll make it into the chase. Um, so what I want to ask you is, like, I mean, have, have you looked at this? Have you thought about it? Or are you just going out and just racing and seeing what you can do? I uh, haven't really thought about it since it's, I, I got started so late in the season. I'm kind of just going out there and going for a win every week. If it works out and I make the chase, that's awesome. If if it doesn't, then you know, yeah, there's always next season, right? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I, so uh, I I do have to ask, knowing that you love Darlington, how much did it hurt having to watch from the sidelines on Wednesday? Oh, it it hurt so much. You have you guys have no idea how bad I wanted to be out there on the track. I was I was watching the broadcast just wishing I could get out there. I don't know if I'd have had anything for Justin and Blake, but I, I just love racing that track so much. Well, you would have well, had well, something for your teammates, that's for sure. Well, I'll let you know that I was really happy that uh, Larry had a call out and I had to step up and be the broadcaster in the booth because me and Darlington, we don't get along. It didn't get along on Tuesday night. I knew I wasn't getting along on Wednesday night, and I'm not looking forward to Sunday at all. Yeah, here the new surface update is wicked. Um, I actually ran about five laps here while I was waiting on the uh, my turn to come up on the podcast. It is a lot icier than it was before, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, with the trucks, there's definitely like the trucks. There's no full throttle on any kind of tires in one and two anymore. Yeah, it feels about the same in the cup car, and if you hit it just right you can full throttle it for a little bit in the center of one and two, but not for long. Yeah. But, uh, so, so what's your expectations coming out of, uh, this season? Do you think you're going to, I know you say you, you don't know if you're going to make that playoffs, but do you think you're going to be up there and competitive every week or it's just, uh, this has been, you know, a wonderful magical fluke, uh, for these past couple of weeks. Well, the two wins in a row, that's that's definitely a fluke. You can't just go out and do that. Um, I, I, I think I can be competitive and in the top 10 every week, I, I think. Um, there's a lot of a lot of really good drivers in that league. So um, I feel like I, I have enough speed. I can consistently run in the top 10, maybe even top five at a couple tracks I really like. So that's all I'm really trying to do, just get out there, make a name for myself, earn a little bit of respect on the track and yeah. hopefully not ruin anybody else's championship. Well, uh, you came out of the gate running there. So I think you've, mm -hmm. you've got people's attention right now. So, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that, that's a good and a bad thing. So, I mean, uh, you know, last week when we were at Kansas, uh, I was riding way, way back from you, but, uh, I think, uh, 
from what your teammates over here told me that uh you you really ran no laps whatsoever at it and you were just out there winging it to start with and uh you you came to your own right there near the end and kind of figure out the best way to run the track closer towards the end of the race uh yeah i ran no laps in practice all week uh the first laps i ran were the uh was the hour practice before the race started and i used those first two fuel runs just to figure the track out um and honestly i feel like i got lucky there um the pit strategy just worked out and it gave me the opportunity to be up there with like battling and it just kind of fell my way i justin was the class of the field he probably should have won that race if things had gone how they should have so I want to talk about that finish on Sunday because we had a few moments to where if somebody was brave, we were about to go four wide. What was going through your brain in that process? I had no idea we were that close to four wide. Um, I knew we were three wide, but until I saw the broadcast the next day, I didn't even know Dan Shirley was down there uh, about to take it four wide. Had he got into one four wide, I don't think we'd have made it out. <laughs> I don't know. I think you guys have enough skill, especially the group that you were running with. Would it hey, have been dicey? One... Yes. Yeah. There's only one way to find out, though. So next time, I would encourage Dan Shirley, go ahead and take a four wide. Let's see what happens. I think you can do it tonight, though, after this race <laughs> when we go, go into it. I was going to say, mm -hmm. we're going to be running Kansas. We have our chance to figure it out, and we're going to be in cars that can hold it. I mean, maybe we could do it at Talladega. I don't know if I'm brave enough quite yet for that. <laughs> when you run the next-gen cars at Kansas, it is a plate track. Yes. It's a it's a wide open. You can. It's a bottom feeder track now. You're going to run the bottom, at least single file. Like uh, whenever I did my solo test, it's flat-footed all the way around the track. You can slice from the top to bottom bottom to top without spinning uh but the you want to be at the bottom the bottom's got the speed and uh as the laps go on i i haven't did a long tire run so i can't tell you that but i just know for the five ten laps you can just go all out at the bottom those bumps it won't spin you at all how's the fifth gear on it it, it sounds so weird. weird it sounds so weird you know when you when you shift in the fourth on the regular cup cars, it's kind of lethargic and starts to build up. Nope, it's still a high pitch. You're you, you're shifting over like eight thousand RPMs, and then when you shift over to fifth gear, the it, it still takes a while for pickup in fifth gear. You're still not maxing fifth gear out at all. And at Darlington, uh, I think I was downshifting in the three and four from fifth to fourth to get a runoff of turn four. Correct me I if think I'm going to see insane. a lot of that. But it feels like on these new cars that fifth gear might almost be like that IndyCar gear where you're in the draft. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it feels like. It didn't feel like it gave you too much of an advantage to use it normally, but when you get in the draft and you have someone pulling you, it seems like fifth is like that Indianapolis gear where you pull out past and you go back down to fourth at the well, corner. It it depends on the setup because like you know like in Kansas like you're if 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 you're uh, in fourth you're hitting the rev limiter going around the track but in fifth I mean that's a, you run around the entire track in fifth so I think it probably depends on the setup depends on the track um, but I could definitely see that yeah I think I think you're gonna be you're gonna be in the draft no matter what at Kansas at some fail some 
you know, I don't know, tongue twister, some form of fashion, you're going to be near somebody. And, uh, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be maxing that throttle out. You're going to be in fifth gear. There's no, no point of time. You're going to be in fourth gear, in my opinion. I'd be interested to see if they're going to allow us to go back to adjusting the individual gear ratios, or if they're just going to stick to the single rear end ratio. Cause if you can adjust the individual ratios, that opens the door for you to maybe play around with that power band some. We'll have to wait and see. So I wanted to ask you, we are talking Darlington, but you're not going to be in here with us next week. So I want to ask what, how are you feeling about Dover? Uh, I don't really like Dover all that much. Um, I, I think I can run well there. I, I don't expect to be, you know, battling with Blake and Justin up front. I, I think I could probably run some decent laps there. It's definitely not my favorite track. Um, just the way you come up off a two, it messes me up almost every time. That that weird hill, and then the straightaways are banked. I, I don't get along with that place. I won't even ask you about the week after that because we've already had that in the team chats. <laughs> yeah, we can we can probably just skip that week. I might take a provisional. <laughs> I hope I got a gig that week. <laughs> but Randy, we I love getting to see the guitar addict car out there since Tim only runs it in the TNT. Well, I think John has it on the back of his car. So, do you get a little bit of something on there? But yeah. I have it on mine as well. Yeah, you have it. Right. But you don't run cup. Hey, the back oh, of my car is empty. I'll stick it on the back of there. There you go. So they got another guitar addict car out there. That's good Good with me. <laughs> when you get to see my pretty... Uh, when you get to see my pretty... Uh, pink next gen car tonight i've got plenty of room for it randy did you use my paint color <laughs> wait what did you use the paint color i shared no i what was in there was what i actually used well i, sh I think i shared with the group chat the other day the new the best favorite uh the color pink I believe I did. Uh, that's why I thought you might have uh, took inspiration in me sharing the, the the favorite color pink. I'm a 36-year-old man who's not afraid to admit his favorite color is pink. It's okay. My my paint scheme is my favorite color, so you'll see it change. Design. All right. I just kind of put paint schemes together. So, so hey, let me, I got let me ask Oh, go let ahead. Me let me ask some. Okay, so... We don't know a whole lot about you. I always like to find out where, what everybody, where you come from, all that good stuff, what kind of rig you're running, that kind of stuff. So give me a little clue because I don't know you, man. So, so uh, just give me, you know, Josh, let me know about yourself. Oh, um, you know, from South Carolina, St. Matthews, um, not too far from Columbia. I'm obviously, I'm into music. Uh, <laughs> My rig, it's, it's nothing special. You might see it back there. It's a, just a single monitor, and I race on a laptop. And I got a G, G920 wheel, so I'm, I'm not doing anything special. Okay, um, so you say you're from South Carolina, and have you ever been to any of the guitar shows in, in Columbia? No, unfortunately not. Have not. you been to the one in Asheville? Nope. No, wow. Guitar guy and hadn't been to any of the guitar shows. Well, there's one in Asheville... Uh, coming up August, I think it's the 13th and 14th, so I'll be up there for that one. I'm probably going to stop by and try to get Carl on the way up. I actually didn't even really know about it. I need to go check that out. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Asheville Guitar Show. So, good stuff. But that's I'm surprised you're a guitar guy. And you don't know anything. You probably know Sims music, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Sims music. Jerry Sims, yeah, good friend of mine. So, yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. Um, I did used to play in a couple bands around here. Like, if you guys remember Crossfade, they're from Columbia. Yep. Um, they had two singers. One of the singers, his name was Tony Byrodes, and he started a second band after Crossfade took off. I was in his second band for a while. Oh, cool. so that was a pretty cool experience. Very cool. So, see, so, yeah, so I like to find the stuff about guys and, and just kind of get a little background. Instead of just you know, seeing a car go by me and pass me because I'm so damn slow, I like to know why, you know, you know, what's behind the wheel. So that's why I ask these questions. He wants to know why you're going by him so fast. That, that That's what he really wants. <laughs> He's yeah, wanting to see if it's freaking G29. <laughs> it's Brandon's cool over here with his track. expensive setup going, son of a bitch. <laughs> G29's blowing by me three seconds left. Well, we also had Brandon Massey who's running – Hey, apparently I'm running the wheel of champions, and I just suck. <laughs> I, I uh, that came it. out I, of your mouth. Hey, it's okay. I'm not the only car. That's why you're also now Sir Spins a lot in the team chat. Hey, I did that to myself because <laughs> I, I earned that nickname. Carl is Sir uh, yells at me when he wrecks me, but um, that doesn't have a good ring ring to wait, it. We have, you know, we're it going to that whole thing. Wait, we're going to that when we get to TNT. We're going to talk to you guys about. <laughs> no, we TNT. won't. Yeah, we yes, will. we will. No, we won't. No, yes, we, we won't. won't. We all have embarrassment from last we're, night. No, we're, we're not talking about. Uh, we're we're just oh, straight up not talking about. Whatever, it. dude. It's, it's happening. Yeah. So you guys are acting like an old married couple. <laughs> John Gordon said Nick is a new flipper. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> he, 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 John, John wants that name gone so bad. <laughs> It's like, uh, was it on uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Jinx or whatever? Oh, uh, man, I forgot. He was the Jinx or something. Oh, the Blitz. The Blitz. There you go. The Blitz. God, that, that's... that's uh, that was an awesome show. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, we got a guest here. Let's talk to him some more because I know he's got to leave at 9. Well, you got a gig at 9 o'clock? I wish. No, I got another league race at nine. Oh, yeah, league race. All right. So, Randy's saw... Randy's standard question: not able to okay. pick yourself. Yeah, not not able to pick yourself. Who do you think will win this Sunday night? I got a couple predictions. Uh, the first two are just going way out on a limb. Way out on a limb. Justin Anderson will get the pole and lead the most laps. Uh, the winner is going to be Dan Shirley. He's going to break through and get it done this week. Good pick. I like that pick. I'm going to keep picking him until he actually gets it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Adam? Uh, I, I always – I'm going to keep going with one I, I I go with the alternating weeks I go with, but I'm going to go with a man, Steve Godschalk. Uh, I, I'm not sure what happened with him last week. Uh, he did a start in park. Uh, I thought he was just doing a weird fuel strategy after the first caution at Kansas, and he just parked it for the night. Uh, so uh, hopefully he runs this week. It doesn't make me look like a fool. <laughs> Carl? All right. Um, I, I'm going to pick uh, someone that I don't think I've picked before um, and is outside of uh, – 
top 10 in points right now, but it is their home track. I am picking Ed Springer to win the race. Uh, he, he knows Darlington. He was actually real fast on Wednesday, too, to where it's, depending on how yeah, it goes, yeah, that's a great pick, actually. So I, I, I have to do it just because I, I wanted to see you murder everyone on Wednesday. Mr. Hanner, I think you're going to win. Oh, I hope I don't let you down. Nick, no pressure. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Justin. I think Justin's sure. got it. Okay. Um, Just because of what you guys said, he's really good. I, and, and now he's become my new favorite driver because he's got a, you know, a tobacco burst Les Paul back there that I'm kind of eyeing thinking – yeah, how much does it take to buy that guitar right now? Well, it's actually the uh, Slash Signature. Last oh, call. okay. It's not a, so it's, they, not, it's not a Chipson, no. Yeah, they. I think they call that November Burst, but it's really yeah. a tobacco burst. It's not the uh, Endaconda Burst. I had the Endaconda Burst, a couple of those in the shop. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Josh as the the guy to win this week. Uh, he's been fast all you know every time we've seen him. So. As long as he, I don't get in his way, or well, actually I won't be in his way because I won't be there. I'll be at the Hard Rock playing. Yay! <laughs> and and listen, just just so that he doesn't think uh, that I uh, have a crush on him or something, I'm picking Blake Gordon to finish last place. He's going to finish last place. <laughs> wow! He's going to overdrive it and run it's, out it's, of fast repairs. Yeah, he, he he's going to do. Uh, well, you know, talk about it in a little bit, but he's going to do what I did uh, last night. He's going to spin out uh, first lap, first turn, and his night's over. Wow. He's done Bold that before. We saw him do him at Martinsville. Well, yeah, it's coming. So, so Blake, that, that's for you. Um, i picking you anymore. You can send, <laughs> you, you can send the previous, his previous pays to him directly. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, but I think... We need to make sure you can actually get into your race in time. But well, it was well, a pleasure, man, having you guys tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, good luck on Sunday. And do us a solid, all right? I'll do my best. Thank you all again. All right, thanks. All right, I have to take a quick moment to get rid of a screaming cat. <laughs> 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 is that a band? Oh, screaming crat! Scream. No, the smelly cat. Yeah, smelly cat. Yeah, yeah, smelly cat. Sorry, no. smelly cat. Smelly cat. So uh, we have done uh, cup. Now we got to go into. Uh, are, are we going into? Uh, we'll do a sportsman first, or sportsman? We'll do, we'll do a complete reverse order. We'll hit sportsman, leave it in the middle like normal, and then just. Finish off with the most exciting race of the TNT series ever. Yeah. Or at least for the past like five weeks. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh definitely exciting to say the least. <laughs> well, we can't stay too long. We gotta make sure we all make the uh the race at ten o'clock there. Yeah, no, that's uh I've been kind of watching the clock nine, to make sure it? everybody's staying on time. So <laughs> I've I've even cut back my drinking by like thirty percent tonight, so that only thirty race. Yeah, only thirty. I'm gonna wow. hit. I'm gonna hit. I gotta hit the zone. Just be just just right. Well, I've been sitting here designing just my the hand. Paint. The hand's gotta stay steady, right? Yeah. Are you, 
you're designing a paint for a car? I haven't even downloaded my car yet. Yep, I'm designing <laughs> my paint for my car. I'm trying to figure out what color I want to use. I have two favorite colors, and I'm trying. Wow. I, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to... Uh... Hey, Carl, I have a question. Just really quick. Sure. Internal CCR things. Is um anybody got, like, neon yellow? Nobody has done neon yellow. Chris used to have a gold color, but he switched to blue. Okay. Yeah, that was like my uh, color. Actually, if you see every one of my cars has, well, not neon yellow. Actually, it's neon green. Is it uh, in some sort on every one of my cars? It's either in the roll cage, on the crew, somewhere. I that's like my good luck color is that neon green. Well, I, I always did always did garnet and black, uh, or more recent than garnet and black uh, for the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. But um, I uh, for tonight's race, I did a uh, Mark Martin Valvoline uh, tribute paint scheme. So uh, had a lot of fun putting that one together. Is that the thirty-one car? The the red? I thought it was red and white. It's 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 his Valvoline red, blue, and I even did the closed circuit logo as uh, uh, the red and blue like Valvoline logo. But you know, there's uh, talking about the throwback. You know, a lot of people have uh, complained over the years because the when they do those throwback cars, they always miss the numbers. The numbers are always you just use a regular number for each you know that they run each week, whatever. And the the ticket to getting those cars to look like they should for the throwback is the number. You know, mm-hmm. whether the six. You know, like for the Martin, you would have that weird little six away he was right. you know and that's you know the it's just missing complaint. yeah it was always missing it's like the car looks right but without that number even if you, your number is 19 whatever if it's not slanted in that weird little shape it just doesn't fit i, I yeah. tell you the person that's been did killing the throwbacks is the guy i'm running tonight bk he uh he, he just runs the old rusty theme yeah. And uh, it's the same exact font, so he kills both it on both fronts there. Well, yeah. listen, listen, I've 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 got a throwback coming for Hanner. I'm putting together uh tomorrow, uh, uh for his race uh, uh Sunday night, and uh it's gonna be a throwback to a 1996 scheme. Um, and I am going to get the number right. Like you, I've already looked at it and you, figured out how I'm gonna do it. You, oh, you should have said that when Nick was here. Nick would have been, he would have been guy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he probably, he probably does. That was, I, I, I mentioned on team. I don't think I mentioned on team chat. I want to be surprised. So it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good scheme. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Cool. Big Newtons. <laughs> Shake it back, right. baby. Shake it back. All right. Well, let's move on to the sportsman series here. We got a nice little break talking here. Uh, let's bring up our next guest, uh, Blake Zidi. Blake E. Blake the Pasta Man Zidi. How are you doing tonight? Blake, where you at? <laughs> oh, he's not yeah. even here. How's it going, guys? Okay. <laughs> hey, Blake, hey. no no camera? No camera, man. No oh, camera. Oh, yeah. You're killing me, man. You're killing oh, me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to see if there was any pasta in the room. I got pizza for everyone here. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you guys a slice from over here in New York. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh. Preferences for what? I just got back. Oh, Hawaiian pizza's the best. Oh, me get out of here. Yeah, me What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... I did it three years in Hawaii, and I still won't eat any damn pineapples. Hey, I don't know about fruit on uh, sauce. Doesn't make sense to me. I I, I literally hey, drove hey, by you know the what? gold pineapple fields every single day going to work, and I will not eat a single pineapple ever. <laughs> All right, Blake. Hey, hey. Uh, before we get started here, just kind of tell us about yourself. You know, kind of rig you're running and uh, where you're from, how old you are, and all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm uh 31 years old. I'm over here in Long Island, in New York. Um, kind of just got into this game not too that not that long ago. Uh, you know, my buddy Sean talked me into it. After uh, debating with him for about three weeks, I went out and pretty much spent three grand and got a whole setup. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm uh, in a bit of debt, but I'm having a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, you know, I own my own construction company. Started that when I was about 21 years old, um, but I've been in this business my whole life, man. Just uh, grinding. Really, when I was 13, I got into it. My uncle owns his own company, and you know, summers working with him on the hot roofs, just lugging up roof shingles. And after that, I uh, yeah, I would ride BMX. That's I kind of got in, started on two wheels on you know doing just about anything. It was on two wheels, so. BMX, BMX racing, and then uh, now I'm kind of you know fully on to dirt bike racing, which I've been doing for the last uh, you know roughly eight years. Oh, so you're dirt bright or dirt bike guy? Yeah, that's my background in any type of racing. I really didn't. Car racing always intrigued me and it was cool, but it was just too expensive to really get into it. You know, looking at it from the outside, you know. Set of tires to go racing is uh, a couple thousand dollars. So, you know, my dirt bike is a lot cheaper to run, and uh, I still get the same um, feeling being out there on the track and you know being amped up racing these guys. That's why this game is so appealing to me. I almost get that same exact feeling. I'm sitting right here in my uh, <laughs> my office. You know, it's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, we uh. Larry Patrick's missing out. He would be uh, diving deep into your dirt bike uh, fandom because uh, that's uh, what he also grew up racing with, but he couldn't be with us tonight. So uh, he's missing out. His his miss, uh, his failure oh, not no. being here. Yeah, we could do some bonding on it. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? You just take off of uh, a few things and it's track ready. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, I could tell that you had some sort of background in racing. You're always out there putting the heat on us and uh, <laughs> trying to make us perform, right? I'm muted on the podcast side because, you know, I was, yeah. For how long? Basically, since I came back from feeding cats. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, Quit petting man. the puppy. But All right, so what? you know what they say: don't put that That's thing on that... the pedestal. Wait, hold on. <laughs> what did Larry? What did Randy just say? Because that needs to be a T-shirt. I said, "Quit petting the pussies." Hey, Carl. <laughs> on it. <laughs> Thank you. 
It shouldn't be Carl saying the opposite way to you, Nick, because you're no, the marketing Carl guy. No, Carl the graphic designer. <laughs> and what's I, I, sad I is, and what's sad is, I'm actually a trained graphic designer, and yet I don't do it anymore, ever. I I, <laughs> I pedal the merch. Carl creates. <laughs> I gotcha. Oh man. So, so we got Justin Anderson out here. He says, "How do you feel the transition going from the TNC series up until the Sportsman series been going for you so far?" Oh man, that that question hurts a bit. Um, it's been rough, man. I'm just trying to get a grasp of, uh, of. It's not so much I can't do the the pace or get the lap time, the one lap time, right? I I know I could get it, but it's it's putting it together for those hundred laps, eighty laps, whatever we're doing, and especially on those uh those tracks that you know you tend to scrub the tires a bit you really have to be you know cautious of what you're doing out there you can't just drive the car for that one lap heater which you know for me it's always like push 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 out of dirt bikes you're, you're always going as fast as you could go you're never stopping because the only thing that's going to break down is either you or the bike and it, you were we're talking like you know super malfunction on that thing with worrying about tires it's like yeah, it's something it's so foreign to me that it's taken me a while to grasp that. But uh, yeah, it, the competition, it's like having uh, 20 Josh Langston's out there with me. So <laughs> it's rough. You know, every guy wants his position. They're not just going to hand it over. And uh, it's a learning curve for sure. But I'm looking forward to getting better and, you know, using this, whatever the rest of the season is here to, to learn. Um, and really come out next season and try to just better myself. If I could be in the top 10 every race, then that's a place to start, a good foundation. Let me ask you something about uh, the other night at Darlington. We uh, we had a start there, and I was behind you. And I think it was Nick that spun, but I'm not positive. And I'm not so sure if you, either you slowed or you spun the tires coming to the restart. Uh, and I went underneath you, um, trying to avoid you and avoid the wreck. And did you spin your tires or are you just slow in the start? What was going on there? Oh, um, is this in the, the first few laps, right? What, what, are, you, what are we talking about? Eh, I forget. Mid, it's midway through. You were actually running, I think, 25th or something like that. You were a lap down and you were right in the middle of, uh, of all the, the pack of cars that were actually, we all had pit it and you had a stack of us behind you yeah yeah um i'm not too sure man a lot of that that a lot of that race is bad for me uh <laughs> either the first few laps i was actually like all right i'm moving through the pack i went from qualified i think 18th and moved to 13th within a few laps and i'm like all right if i maintain this i'll i'll work my way into that top 10 and i'll be okay um and i, I don't even know where it went wrong or where it went went wrong um, but somewhere I lost control of everything, and then uh, <laughs> I, going into the pits, I got a, a penalty, a black flag for speeding, and that just took me out of the race, really. So from there on, I was a lap down, and that's probably shortly after I was probably – is this where I told you to go in front of me? I was like, Randy, no, you got to go in front of me, or was that, that after that? No, I, I, it was uh, – this was uh... – uh, this it, it ended my night. I mean, I, I ended up getting a penalty, and it was gonna, I was be sitting in there for over a minute. I was like, was I the one that took you out too? No, or was it just me? because no, never, of me? No, no, you never got me. No, you never hit me. I didn't. I never touched anybody that uh, that night. Uh, the only thing I just I had to dive underneath you, 
and because I did of my you, mistake. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it, I don't know if it was you. That's what I was trying to figure out. Somebody spun in front of us, and I thought it was Nick, but maybe it wasn't Nick. Somebody spun right before the start-finish line. On a restart? Had, on a restart. They spun. I really don't think it was me. I think I was that, behind you. That, that probably was when I got taken out. Okay, that might have been you. I know it was a green car. Then, yeah, you're oh. basically talking me. Okay, yeah. damn you, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I actually want to blame Johnny Edward. He got into the back of Stephen Dominey. Dominey came down, used me to correct himself, and put me into the pit wall. Uh, that Sometimes was it. You yeah, that help. was you. definitely you. Yeah, because I, I, <laughs> when I came around, I came off the turn, and Blake slowed, and I had to dive underneath. Oh, him. yeah, I think I've seen – I know I recall Josh was he, – he, you know, Josh was trying to save it. Actually, I think he was drifting down to the apron, and I seen him. I seen smoke, and I probably checked up quite a bit. You checked up, and I slow. Um, I tried to slow, but by that time, I had already slowed. I had already gone by you. Damage is and done. Trying to avoid him coming <laughs> back up the track, yeah. and it was like, ah, oh, I'm done. Screw it. Yeah, that was a, it. Was a rough race. It wasn't easy. Um, yeah, you know, I had problems all night. <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, it's Darlington. I, I yeah. I was running eighth, damn it. <laughs> I was in I fourth know. at one point. Yeah, this game makes me – I lose sleep for the next day, man, for <laughs> on some of these races. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Where, where did they go wrong? I'm I, I haven't slept for 24 hours, so yeah. <laughs> maybe I should put this stuff up on for eBay or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh boy. So that's that's why I was transitioning, you know, having these nights in a booth and you don't race, it's – it's, you always live, live, uh, leave the night with a good attitude and a positive outlook compared to racing. Because yeah, the racing, yeah, you leave and you're just dejected. You're like pissed, and uh, you're like, I'm not touching this thing ever again. Then like the next day, I'm back in it. Like, yeah, I guess like, maybe, maybe it on it'll be better. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw a counterpoint there. Uh, you know, I did the broadcast with you. Um, you still leave feeling pretty dejected with your entire team, like uh, finishing poorly. <laughs> so. Thanks hey, for that man, I, oh, hey, hey, Chris got 10th place, though, right? So that's something. He, he was so, a top 10 car. <laughs> uh, Carl Carl had a rough night last night, man. I feel for him. I was watching the uh, broadcast. After oh, the we'll, fact. We'll, we'll be but, getting to that conversation. Yep. Yeah. Man, a little <laughs> team on team action. You guys had some beef that night or something. Oh, <laughs> if you got to hear the team chat, it was <laughs> yeah. hilarious for me. I wanted me to be because... a fly on that wall. <laughs> no, <you didn't. laughs> John's like, hot-headed Carl's coming out. I'm like, oh, man, this poor guy is getting smashed out here by his own teammate. No, no, it, it's racing incidents, right? I mean. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. We, 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 we claim it, yes, but. Wait, 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 wait. I was away. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you just blamed me for the incidents. I didn't no, blame no, you no, for no. anything. Oh, okay. Okay. We, we haven't got to you yet. We saw oh, that you were driving something there. We see what's more important, running Kansas after this. Hey, <laughs> I had to make sure the scheme looked okay. By the way, those little cowls on the hood, they actually don't mess up. I have the I have the closed circuit logo across the hood. If you put it across <laughs> the hood, it won't mess it up. Yeah, it does. It, it doesn't. It didn't look Visually bad. or like in the game, it really won't Visually. Uh, give you damage. <laughs> so you still got the damage. Yeah, these, these new next-gen cars while they look amazing there are some 
peculiarities that I can't wait to see how real teams treat them. They're going to do what they've done for a million years. Helps if I open my beer. They're going to put the sponsor <laughs> down in the middle of the hood, and then this is going to open up like 700 different sponsor locations. You what do you guys think about this? Dude, dude, man, they don't have enough sponsors for that. Yeah. There are certain teams that have enough sponsors mm -hmm. for it. Bubba Wallace. They're yeah. just going to get bigger. <laughs> DJ McLeod won't have that many sponsors. No. The, the problem with NASCAR has and always will be that the sponsor locations are not marketable. Premier? Premier. So moving the number from the door to where they wanted to in the All-Star Race, think about it. Instead of seeing the nine in the middle of the door, you see Credit One Bank. It's yeah. way more marketable. I don't like it. I think don't, it looks stupid. I don't care if it you breaks like it. tradition. I, who cares about tradition? NASCAR's not about tradition. It's about hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are, are you are you of all people saying who cares about tradition? <laughs> yes, the, the NASCAR historian who can tell you that for years NASCAR has broken its own barriers, even though its fans want them to do this. NASCAR go, especially the last ten years, they've been moving forward. I mean, yeah. they have done things in the last ten years. Okay. Yeah, I think it's to keep sponsorship money, though. You no? have to look at this, right? Like, think about in the last five years, the diversity you've seen in the way they're marketing the sport. It's not Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. Now it's Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, and then you have to pick one of the 15 female drivers they finally have. There's actual diversity in the sport now. NASCAR's being more inclusive. They want this. So... They don't want it. They have to have it. Right. Yeah. I think they want it. I think the guy, the people who are in charge of NASCAR now are much more inclusive than we were, say, 15 years ago. 15 well, I, years ago, it was a you know a rich white guy sport. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Dude, I know these people. They all they're. I mean, NASCAR is literally just four miles down the road. I mean, it's the same Yahoos. They've been up there forever, and. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's become more of a business. Now. It's, it's the companies really... involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. They, they, they realize it's it's actually something that we hear in the pro motocross and the sport supercrosses. It's something that's rippling through uh, all action sports is that the marketing, they see more of a value in like Google and the little bit of money they have to input to like Google to get, uh, you know, to get sales rather than putting a sticker on the side of a guy's bike or the side of a guy's car where they know they could take that same amount of money and make, you know, four times as much on Google. So well, that's, that's another thing. I mean, think about how much it costs entire season to put logo on the hood of a race car. And you, how I mean, many times do you actually see the logos yeah. that were there prior to this one? So they're like, Hey, put make it the whole damn car. And you know, this, this, this is what we'll give you money for now. If you make it the whole car. Yeah, I mean, if you put it on the windshield, that's another good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fake dude. The windshield. Hey, the fake dude one. Nationwide gave Dale Jr. like $103 million a year to put the, the, the sponsor around the entire car. So, I mean, it's, it's... Well, hey, hey, so, Blake, I got a question. Uh, it's actually a two-part question. One's coming in from uh, Joe Dinsmore here. Uh, that <laughs> wants to know uh, what your favorite pasta is. And on that note, I'm going to ask you a question myself. Um, uh, cause this is a debate I had, uh, with my wife, 
last night. Uh, she's from Jersey, <laughs> and um, is is all pasta macaroni? Uh yeah. Oh I yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, there's the <laughs> he's different... like I just lost that one. <laughs> there's I'm not gonna tell her. Types of macaroni, rigatoni, spaghetti, penne, uh, yeah, lasagna, all that stuff is not is different types of pasta, I would think. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know enough about it to, to really give you that, but <laughs> and, I would and, say yes. And, and, and the liquid, like the red liquid or some white liquid that you put on your pasta. <laughs> Alfredo sauce? So 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 I I, I I always called it sauce like red, red or but uh, uh, I've heard a lot of people uh, call it gravy and I uh, you know it has meat I've never it. once heard it no gravy. no no never you okay. never hear that is this a South Carolina mouth. thing no 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 that gravy must be a Julesy thing so nah, yeah um, unless it's I don't know I mean white it could be a different kind of sauce <laughs> I'm, I'm actually waiting for her to come busting in the room and think for to talk about it. Where where in Jersey? Uh, like I, uh, uh, northern uh, north north half of Jersey, uh, probably about two hours from the city. Oh yeah, what they're all, they're all mixed up. They're all mixed up. <laughs> I I will be the first to say, if it's done right, manicotti is not like any other <laughs> pasta. I was raised by a very devout Italian family. Man <laughs> manicotti is. Basically crepes. Yeah, pasta crepes. That's mm -hmm. a good way to put it. <laughs> so uh, I like the yeah. It's uh, what the heck is it? And it's egg, it's, flour, and salt. Literally, that's it. <laughs> Pretty much rolled up. It is good though. Hey, can I ask you a question there, Blake? Yeah, shoot, man. How much is a sheet of plywood right now worth? Oh my god, I don't know. You got a gold bracelet you want to trade? <laughs> uh, it's like it went it from like uh, I mean a piece of half inch was like $31 six months ago and it's a good $65 right now should, should I invest in bitcoin or lumber <laughs> <laughs> oh man if you had a 2x4 right now you could probably get a corvette out of it from somebody <laughs> I just threw a piece of uh, like what a big old sheet of plywood out. I just threw it out because I had it in my shed and it was taken. There goes three thousand right there. I just threw it out. <laughs> you could have sold it to Home Depot for half price and it probably would have been good. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, it's insane. Everything though, right? It's not just uh, lumber. It's just about everything has gone through the roof. It's I was going to say I'm on the plumbing side and copper, steel. We can't get hot water heaters right now because we can't, none of our suppliers can get insulation. To put inside yeah. of the hot water heaters, it's ridiculous. Star springs. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really affected everybody, um, mainly because I'm sure the shipping and stuff. But yeah, I hope it goes back the other way because either I'm going to be out of a job soon, or you know, I'm going to be looking to do something else. <laughs> because so, okay. you, you can't build it for this much money. Race right, so full time. Don't you just you have to add that into your cost so if somebody wants to build a house or whatever. You know, what double the price so yeah all right now it's costing eight hundred thousand well that's what the thing is like what about the jobs we were in prior to covid you know uh, i'm running a job in massapequa and it's you know a good over a million dollars 
before COVID and now it's, you got to add at least 20%, but you can't tell the customer that, you know, where do you stand with that? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, some sort of clause in your contract, I guess, could get you around that, but it's not good business either because you feel like you're burning the customer. So it's, it's tough. I don't know. And, you know, moving forward, yeah, you bid the job out accordingly, but who's going to take the job, you know, that's four times as much six months ago? It's it's insane. Hmm. Well, I wondered about that, and I'm, I'm glad you answered that question because I was kind of wondering about that because I was thinking about adding uh, some stuff onto my house, but I think now is not the time. No, no, I would wait, man. That's my advice, even to people future customers that I'm getting, I just tell them, hey, if you could wait it out a little bit, you know, it's best to to see if it comes down. Because if we keep building like this, they'll just keep taking it from us, you know, because they got us by the balls. Well, what are we going to do? If we don't stop buying it, if we stop buying it, then they'll have to, uh, you know, come back down with their prices eventually. Gotcha. All right, let's get back on topic of the, the <laughs> racing. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yo, you're fine. Uh, so let's see. Uh, uh, for the past couple of weeks, I didn't get to race with you this past week at Darlington, but uh, you know it's good to see uh, new faces in the Sportsman Series. You know, I, I've battled with you a couple times uh, in the previous tracks. Uh, you know, it's good to have you know fresh faces there, and that's what it's for. It's for uh, us Cup guys to come down to the Sportsman Series to race with the TNT. I mean, you're you are the one of the younger new classes that are coming through. Uh, and showing great promise, man. And, uh, you know, you're putting in the work that, you know, everybody's seeing. You go from the back to the front. You and uh, your teammate, Sean, had a heck of a run uh, last night. Both of you guys got caught up in the back, and then you, you made your way back to the front. And I think you, it just didn't work out for you near the end to, uh, to run down uh, Cody Leland. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Um... Yeah, it's it's going good. It's still a lot to learn. I could see that. Yeah, again with with tire wear and all that, there's still so much to to grasp. And it's not just one track. So it's every track is different. And the more experience you get on each track, the better you know I feel that I'm gonna get because I'm I'm willing to to learn and push the car. You know, practice and and listen to my uh, you know my teammates endeavor. That those guys are pretty good, man. And every you know not just them, but pretty much everybody in this whole entire league has been super cool you know i know that uh <laughs> with being racing closed circuit at first you know we had this little rivalry <laughs> which is it's it's fun you know it makes it fun for me to come onto the game and go out there and try to um race these guys and i feel like you know i'm i'm pushing myself and where i could be in the car and you know trying to better myself to beat these guys which is that's all I could ask for, you know. It's like I, I said, it gives me the same adrenaline that I'd get riding a dirt bike, which is it's insane to me. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, you've been cursed more than one time just because you're faster than us. But moving to Endeavor only made it to where you may have made the rivalry a bit more heated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's all right, man. I, I mean, it's rivalry's fine, and I, I respect all you guys, you know. And I try to race. My biggest thing is moving forward is if I'm gonna be, you know, if I'm gonna get better, I don't want to be a dirty driver and getting there, you know. So I, I like to be as respectful as I can to anybody, and you know, if the, someone's faster than me, I typically will give them the line enough where they're gonna go by me. Um, 
you know, there's in cases where I, I think I have, at least if I'm close to you, I, I'm going to push it a little bit and try to keep it even, but I'll never purposely take anybody out, <laughs> even though I've gotten into the side of probably just about all you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and you and I have you know, talked on Discord before, like afterward, after races, you know, chatted back and forth. And I mean, I know that um, you, you and Sean have always been very uh, clean with how you race. Uh, when you make a mistake, you own up to it. So uh, always appreciated racing with you guys. And, I, um, I'm trying to think. I don't think we ever had any overlap racing together in Sportsman. If we did, it was maybe one week um, because I moved it to the broadcast booth. And I, I hate that because uh, I enjoy racing with you guys. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was actually a little sad to to hear that you were going into the booth. But, you know, I know that uh, it's nice having you out there. And it, uh, it it's also nice having you guys in the booth, too. You guys all do a great job, man. It's, I'm really impressed with the broadcast. It's something Thank else. You. Yeah, and the the improvements you guys have made in the last two weeks has just been, you know, it's definitely next level. So keep it up, man. You guys are doing a great job. Well, that's all, you know, I have to give credit to, you know, Adam and Carl and and Nick and 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 Josh and Larry and everybody else. They they do all that stuff. All I do is a voice. So uh, I give them all credit for that. So myself. So. I, I give Randy all the credit for uh where I've come from because, uh, you know, I, I was terrible last year. I was so terrible. I, I made Randy go, fuck this. I'm going to come up here and I'm going to show this man how to do do broadcasting. He's like, uh, you know, and that's kind of where this all evolved from is uh, me and Randy in the booth uh, on Thursday nights. And uh, it just kind of trickled down from there. I could have been kicking these guys' asses driving in the cars in TNT and, and <laughs> I came up here. Oh just, man! Uh, hey, Randy, what what happened on that one time you ran with us? Oh, road course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, road course. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. I think if, if 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 you look at last season, I think uh, if you go into the stats and sort by incidents per race, uh, there's one person that's like clearly at the top. <laughs> For that only one race. one race. One race. One <laughs> race. Yeah, road course. <laughs> this season, it's Carl. Hold the hell up. Nope, nope, nope. Hold on. Before before last night, Carl was the second best. And I want to bring up who was in first because, Blake, I'd like it to be known that your teammate is calling you and Sean out for the fact that you two race each other way harder than you should. Oh, who's that? Who's John? John. Oh, John, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, man, I said last night, if there's anybody I want to beat, it's Sean. And uh, speaking of Sean, I, I talked to him really today, and I, I thought that uh, he was going to be on here. Um, but I wasn't sure if you are going to have us both on or if he was first dibs and I was second licks or something here. <laughs> uh, so no I, comment. It, it was... No, man. <laughs> I figured. We, we, were, we also were going to go for uh, Sean Camote. He had uh, two dominating runs that just didn't follow yeah. through uh, <laughs> for both the uh, Sportsman and TNT. I mean, he was the hard charger on the Sportsman series. Started at the back. I think he picked up like 15 spots. So we were trying to reach out to him first. And yep. then uh, you were always the number two for the list. And he reached out to he couldn't make it. And it says uh, Friday nights are not good for him at all, for him and his family. So, uh, oh, no. uh, you know, that we had to swing uh, swing to our number two guest. Just so you know, we wanted to bring him in 
to talk to him about his misfortune. Hopefully yes. there's some solace to be found in that. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. You know, it's just something he's rubbing in my face. He's like, yeah, I'm the faster one. And he's like, they wanted me first. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But it's all right. No, the guy could drive, man. He, like I said, we've been friends for years. So uh, there's nothing I could say on here that would offend him. But um, if there's anybody I want to beat, it's definitely Sean. Um, the guy could drive the car. He's always been pretty good at anything that we've done right out of the gate. Um, and it shows, you know, he's he knows where to be on the track. Um, and there's not much that he's done in racing that really he would be able to learn. It's just something he's he's real natural at what he does, man. Um, so, you know, this one guy uh, out there that you can learn from some, it's, it's him. Um, but again, I do want to beat him, so. I'll put him into the wall if I have to. Put him in the no wall, team orders. <laughs> if you hey, ain't um, first, you're last. Gosh, don't yeah, know. that's Cal, right. So, um, wreck him, wreck him Blake. right now. Shake Blake, we have fight. to ask you a question though. We have let's find out wh what his pick for uh, sportsman is this uh, coming week. Where are we at? We are at. Uh, where are we? I don't even know where we're at. Anybody have an idea? What, uh, sportsman? Yeah, uh, I picked, uh, picked Josh. Hold on. Hanner. Yeah, I was going to say, don't. <laughs> I know you're not talking about me. Uh, oh, we are at Martinsville. Ooh, oh, good. Oh, Martinsville, I like yeah. Hey, Randy, um, you know where we are the week after? <laughs> uh, provisional for Randy? Yeah, <laughs> A week off I believe, Yeah, I believe that's uh, the week that I have. Uh, Randy's in know. the booth. Yeah, I'll be in the that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's taking over for Carl, and Carl's going to race. Carl's going to drive the car for me. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do it, yeah. Nice, nice. There you go. That's a, <laughs> Carl, Carl, no offense. That is definitely an upgrade. Yeah, I don't know. Martinsville, right? Who knows? Um, I would like to say me. <laughs> you can't pick yourself. You're not allowed to pick yourself. You have to oh, pick come yourself. on. All right. No, no. Um. <sighs> Just because he's on my team, I don't want to say Blake, but I would say it's going to be Blake or Justin. You know, those guys, uh, they're always really out there hanging it out, and they're both great drivers. Um, it's kind of hard to say which one. <laughs> I got to I got to say Blake, man. Okay. He, he's impressive every week. The guy could drive, obviously. All right, then we'll go to... Uh, we'll go over here, Nick. We'll do Nick on the bottom again. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, winner in sports at Mart. I'm gonna go with Justin. I think Justin. Sure. I think Justin's got it this week. Justin Anderson. All right, Adam. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Dan Shirley. Uh, he's been running great. I think he did really good at the Cup Series there. So it's my going to be my pick. Okay. Carl? Well, I said I wasn't going to pick Blake Gordon anymore, but this is like an abusive relationship. And um, <laughs> I um, Blake's so damn good at Martinsville. Uh, so okay. I'm picking Blake. Okay. Josh? All right. Just because he ended up in, with some bad luck in the Cup Series, could to go with Mr. Dinsmore. Ooh, good pick. He's my. He was good. Nope. He was good. Very good. 
Uh, I'm going to actually go with Blake uh, myself. So well, we're fifty percent Blake, and then the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> it should yeah. be a good race, you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that actually. Yeah, it'll be a fun race. I, I'm I look I'm looking forward to. It. I I love uh, Martinsville. It's uh I like the short tracks. I don't really care for the mile and a half. I like the tracks that you have to control the car a little hard, a little bit yeah. more. So you should have ran with that us last night. night. Yeah, that was fun. I do like the short track better too. There, um, it, that's what was great about the legends usually on short track. So yeah, last night I would love to run had run with you guys. I mean. I mean that's my home track, so I'm I've been around that track a few times, so I would love to have been around out there with you guys. But hey, yeah, what's the deal fun. with that? If you're in Cup, you can't race TNT. Is that uh? You, is there no, you well, can. certain guys, certain guys can run. I see. I'm I'm considered a legend. Uh, so that means I. <laughs> damn right you are. That's right. Damn, get off my damn lawn. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> Bud Knucker, get out of here where I call the cops on you. Uh, no, so there's like certain guys like Tim St. Jean can run in there. Uh, John Gordon is another one. Uh, we've been around since the inception of this league, so we can run any league we want uh, if we choose. Uh, me, I chose to try to help out the uh, Ghostfire Media and, and help them grow this thing and make it a, you know, a, a real thing. You know, instead of just uh, a bunch of guys just talking Russian on, on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was uh, that's why I don't race with you guys. I would love to race with you guys, but uh, I got bigger plans. So, anyways. Yeah, it'd be awesome if you could sneak in there at least a week or two, right? Just to come down and uh, it's, race with every us. Time, every time that happens, you know what ha what race that falls on? A freaking road course twice. Mm. I have run two TNT races. They both have been road courses. I hate freaking road courses. I think we I'm have Watkins Glen in two weeks. You know, you might yeah. be a perfect one for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, Adam and Larry could probably handle the booth uh, at some point um, on, on Oval, and you come down and race with us. Yeah. We, we, we can have the Landy or the Randy Pepper Memorial 100. And and you know I I am sure that uh, Cody would love to have someone on team chat for once. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would. I, at least it's not like a two hours worth of it by yourself. I gotta think Charles uh, Urich. He was able to like come into my team chat on IVRL or not really team chat, the general chat. Me and him actually talk, but before that, it's a lonely two hours to sit there race by yourself. So. So it's it's nine thirty eight. I know we've talked about we wanted to end this pretty squarely. Uh, do we want to talk TNT now? Yes. Let's, so let's Nick and Carl, real quick. <laughs> oh There's man. Nothing to talk about between me and Carl. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> is. No, Carl made a mistake on the first lap. Then I made two more mistakes after that. I I, I I'm going to correct you there. I made a mistake on the first lap, and then I made a mistake um, on like lap nine when I ran into the back of you. Um, and then, uh, probably around lap, uh, 
85 oh. or so. Well, I, well, I realized I made I'm a mistake in letting you be a teammate. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to correct you on lap nine. Man. You didn't make a mistake on lap nine. Shots the person fired. in front of me decided to slow down about 30 miles an hour in a corner that you only needed to slow down about 25 miles an hour in and just stood on the brakes in the middle of the corner. So you didn't make a mistake. The person in front of me. Well, did. well, you look, look, I mean, it, 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 I've said this multiple times before. I mean, you were able to stop. You didn't hit that person. No, no, I hit the person. Oh, well, I didn't know that. So, um, <laughs> well, I, I, I retract my statement. Yeah, I, I am I retracting my statement because uh, y'all are talking uh, garbage at me on the podcast of uh, running uh, Nick over. Uh, if he hits somebody, I'm I, that ain't my fault. No, it was, it was definitely a chain reaction. You didn't do anything wrong <laughs> in the, on that one on lap nine. About yeah. lap one, lap though, one. Lap one definitely uh, uh, on about me. About lap eighty-five, uh, you did regret making me a teammate, though. I do understand. <laughs> that. Is, it, is that, that the one where you self-spun and almost took yourself completely out of the so, race so, by so, going into the void of the unknown? Well, no, so he, 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 no, he, no, I know. That was lap twenty-seven. No, that was that was lap ninety. No, no, no. When he lap, uh, actually lap twenty-seven, I took the caution. The I brought the caution out. The wall so lap, thing. Carl so was the up first, the wall my first caution caused was lap twenty-seven. I spun out and went almost into the void of Jeff Gordon ripping my engine out of the car. I, and I, then, wow, I want to just say something about this car, okay? This new car is so nice. I'm driving with one hand and talking, and I'm still, like, relatively fast. Okay, so you need to get a better <laughs> force back system because my AccuForce, I cranked that bad boy up, and it's, uh, I have so much strength on that new car. It's awesome. So, 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 so some context here real quick for uh, why... <laughs> Why I was so angry at Nick, uh, and I hate that you guys didn't get to experience it. Josh experienced it on the radio. Um, <laughs> it was um, uh, there were some words that came out of my mouth that I don't think I've ever said to anyone before. Um, I was mean, and I feel bad. Um, but but here's how it played out. Uh, so again, apologies, Nick. I did apologize right afterwards. Um, but the way it played out was, uh, you know, we, we were restarting. I had just gotten back on the lead lap, and so I was trying. I had had two point caution points against me. I knew that one more would get me disqualified, which I was not letting happen. So I saw my teammate Chris was in front of me. Chris was being held up by someone in front of him. So I was just following Chris. It, it may have been you, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was being, I was being very careful. I'm just like, I'm gonna wait for an opportunity and then I'll go. And next thing I know, I see Nick just coming out of freaking nowhere, come up next to me, flying by me. And I'm like, Nick, where the hell are you going? He's like, dude, dude, I'm faster. I'm faster. I'm like, what the hell do you mean you're faster? He's like, I'm qualified faster. I'm faster than y'all. Nick is a top five car every week. I had been faster than you for the last 20 laps. Let's not forget yeah, yeah. that you had a um, not so much of a race car race car at that well, point. So, so, so a half lap later, he spins out and takes it me out. two and a half laps later. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, man. It was five corners later that I tried to get on the throttle so, a little too early. And I... So, so I, I came over the radio, and along with some expletives that I can't remember, I said, yeah, yeah, you were really faster, weren't you? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I remember the words you said. They're just not, they're just not podcast friendly. <laughs> we all Sorry had embarrassing that. moments last night. Everybody. Oh, yeah. And I, and, uh, I blame the commentator's curse because I killed I don't know how many people's cars last night. You I, did I, me, I was them. It's like, Blake. They were yeah. gone. It was yeah, everyone. That my second qualifying lap. I, I know that. Oh yeah, I, I I tore that qualifying lap up. <laughs> like uh, 
I was like, oh, look, the uh, the four cir closed circuit guys, they're racing right within each other. Damn, they're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, them. You're the best. I killed I kill John Wait Gordon. I know Tuesday. that. Oh, I, I do it to myself. I'm too many drafts, especially on Adam for the first time. I think I could have been Randy. I could have been the start of uh, Carl's night where we got on the brakes a little early. I don't even know what lap it was, but I seen on the broadcast after the fact that Carl actually stopped himself from sending me into the wall. And uh, I appreciate that, Carl, but it kind of took you out of the race. So, Well, look, yeah. I mean, it, it, you, you, you got you to always be in control of your own car. And, um, you know, if, if, if I was having to brake that hard um, – you know, to keep stay off of you, I was probably following you too closely. Anyways, um, you know, you, you either you either need to you know leave a gap there, or, or you need to make a pass. I mean, you can't really just like get right on someone's ass unless you're willing to spin them. So, um, and I, I obviously, you know, early in the race, I was not at all going to do that, um, especially if you're not Sean Hayes. So, um, I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I tell you about who was he racing somebody hard. He could have made that pass in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who was racing somebody hard last night. That was uh, Sean Camoli and Blake Zidi. Those two guys were teammates racing each other, not even halfway through the race like it's the last lap. These guys were destroying each other. Not really destroying, Man, but racing really hard door to door, lug nut to lug nut. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to speak some logic into the guy. I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you doing here? I was like, you're going to pass me on the outside. I'm like, I'm not going to let you go. You're going to burn your tires up. By the time we actually have to go get Cody, it's going to be too late. Or Josh is going to be behind us knocking on our door. So I'm like, you know, what do you want to do here? I was like, if you're going to pass me, go on the inside so I don't lose the run and get swallowed by the group behind me, all these hornets. You know, so it's uh, <laughs> we had a pretty good discussion. Then he goes to dive inside, and I'm pretty sure he, he spins it or he almost loses the car trying to go inside of me and i'm like well you know he's overdriving he was overdriving the car because he knew he was slightly faster uh i don't really want to say that but you know he, he had the edge a little bit and uh <laughs> i just wanted to wait to get to the end of the race there for actually did, kill he, tell, did he tell you that, like he was faster than you like nick did <laughs> yeah no no he didn't he didn't physically say it but uh yeah I, I would never let him admit it either, but I'm trying to hold him off, man. He's uh the guy's always putting pressure on me <laughs> to, to to be better, man. So so, so they, quotes from John from your guys' chat. You gonna let me up? Let you up? <laughs> you should have said to him, hey, if you're gonna you know screw me, at least uh, kiss me first. Or buy a Ghostfire Media condom. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. That's that's exactly what I said to him. I did say, are you going to let me up the track or what, man? I was like, you going to keep doing this to me or what? So what I was really just getting at is, are you going to make the pass? Or are we going to play this game for four or five laps and kill our tires? So, I, you know, in the in the heat of the moment, man, we <laughs> if you see oh. us out in the street, we almost look like we're going to kill each other half the time. So that was nothing, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to ask him. What's your plans here after you get around me? Are you gonna go win the race? We got a lot of racing left. I will admit that both of you guys had me worried for most of the race because Sean was fast, you were fast, but I'll admit I took advantage of you two racing one another, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually. That's who I was worried about. I could see you right behind us and Just lurking. 
Yeah, as he's exactly that's that he's over there rubbing his hands together because he knows if Sean keeps racing me like that, he's eventually gonna have the tires to just go you know, right around us, and you know that's it. Josh Langston, another win. So uh, well, there was no uh, way I was touching Cody last <laughs> night. He was running. He was running for pride last night. He well, definitely had a run, man. He was going good. I think there was a chance that if we had had a long run at any point, things may because I mean, you know, no offense to Cody or anything, but he has struggled a little bit on longer runs. Um, I think that there's a chance, you know, if we had had a longer run, that things may have been different. But I mean, he he raced the race. I mean, it was it was clear we were not going to have a long run. Um, yeah. So I mean, he 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 drove damn tires off that car and had a yeah. There's no way you guys are going to have a long run as long as Nick was out there. So that is <laughs> hey, hey. accurate. Hey, yeah. hey I, I just want to point out, Nick. Nick had uh, uh, caused three cautions. I caused two, uh, so I'm not going to give him too much crap. Uh, I uh, I was at fault there a lot too. So not as much I, as Nick. I, I commend Nick for going to the void of unknown. There, he was a his car was a foot and a half of being in a place where it wouldn't have liked it because it would have shot him back to the pit road and towed him. Yeah, he was almost in the pit road, and and Carl was almost on the outside of the track because you got pinned against that wall, and you're up on two wheels, just riding the the uh, the wall that goes to the outside of the track. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna leave the track. Oh yeah, <laughs> the one on the inside. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the one where I was screaming at him, and um, I was I was pissed <laughs> off because at, at that point I was not gonna try to put it reverse. I was not. I was. I was. I just had my foot on the gas. I'm like, I do not care what happens at this point. I am getting through this. <laughs> I've got one fast repair, damn it. <laughs> so let's, oh, let's race each other hard, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we pretty much have the exact same situation that you and Sean do. Is we um, we'll have a little bit of respect, but we have a rule: the last ten laps, there are no rules. Anything goes. Yeah, that's how it's got to be. I mean, well, I, look. It's too soon in the season to talk strategy and really, like, you know, if you're trying to get the guy his points and he's up way ahead of you, obviously you're going to do the right thing by him. But it's too early, man. Let's race, you know. Let's get it going. No, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. And that's, that's something you even even in the last 10 laps, you know, like I can remember uh, last season at some point um, in the Legends cars, you know, Chris had a dominant car, and I uh, he made one mistake on uh, you know the last lap, and I passed him. And it was it was one of those things where I, I didn't I didn't touch him, I didn't bump, like nothing, but I, I I put pressure on him, and I I felt guilty as hell about that. Like you know we were racing for a win, I got the win, and I still felt like holy shit, I just stole that from you, and it felt it felt awful. Like, but that's how it goes sometimes. Like you know you're you're racing, and um you know honestly there's a lot of guys not on my team would have felt bad if I had stolen it from as well. Like if if that happens with, you know, Timothy St. Jean, like, you know, he's up there, he's about to win, like, and I, you know, he makes a mistake and I squeeze him and grab him. I feel like crap. You yeah, realize that Tim is only six points behind Josh in the points? I'm he's well killing aware it. of that. Crushing it. Yeah, six points Crushing right behind it. man. You know, guy's like a diesel engine, man, just like slowly gets going and he just keeps trucking along. He's a good driver, Timmy. Yeah. And he's, he, another, he's like I say, he's an old legend, so he's been around this league for a long time. He, he also he, just started with iRacing to where that's why it's taken him yep. till now to really start showing his colors and yep. yeah, he worries he, me every week. He he um he's got a great he, he's <laughs> yeah he, he's got he's got a great feel for these cars as, as John Gordon says. So Carl is sensitive about elder abuse. 
Um, so, um, and, and, and that's not true because, uh, I've spun Randy before. Um, but, um, that's true. Sorry, Randy. Um, but, um, but, um, I've already forgot where I was going with that. I got distracted with John there. Oh, well. So next week we're moving Order to Vegas. 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 Yeah. Never been there. Gonna be good. In real life or the track? <laughs> never been there on the track in the game. No. Wow. And I've never been there in real life. Oh, you gotta visit uh I'll give a quick promo then for uh Vegas. If you're in Vegas, please stop at the South Point Casino and uh beautiful the uh north side of town. Actually south side of town, excuse me. And uh great place to stay. South I, Point. I, I know what's in the north side of town. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's on the north side of town too. It's not not pretty either. Oh, please tell me what's on the north side of town. Uh, downtown, downtown, and uh, it's like a, there's a section between the uh, uh, the Strat and the uh, downtown area. And uh, let's just say, if you're walking there after dark, you're liable to either get beaten up, robbed, or peed on. And it's <laughs> sad that the experience. last of those is the Man. most preferable. And and, and, and and it doesn't have to be or. It could be all three. All three. I, I would prefer yeah. to get peed on. Can we put that on a shirt? I would prefer to get peed on. Yeah. Please don't stab me. Just pee on me. Please. <laughs> Here's $20. Uh, please don't pee on me. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> So I said it. So I think we're at about the time for Randy's uh, standard questions. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, let's go around the horn here and uh, find out who we think is going to win this week's TNT race. So we'll start with our guest, Blake. Can't pick yourself, right? No, you're not correct. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Correct. Right. Love the That's confidence, though. Yeah, you got it. It's a it's half mental. Um. No, if I were to say, it's tight, man. These guys are driving good. Uh, I would think it's either going to be Josh or uh, or my buddy Sean here. He, he's got one common, man. The guy's driving really good, but it, it's one day he's going to get it. And uh, it could be this week. I don't know. Unless I get in his way. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Nick. Yes. Uh, who do you think is going to win? I'm driving the car, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not driving the car. I was reading an email. Um, okay. my winner this week. I'm going to go ahead and pick. Uh, go ahead and pick. Uh, um, old Baldy up there, Carl Henderson. Old Baldy. <laughs> that look of shock. Man, the man with the manscape head. <laughs> Oh man, we're looking for a title sponsor. So hey, Manscape. Yeah, there we go. Carl uses it to do his head. So hey. No, he doesn't. No, it's natural. <laughs> oh, natural. All right, uh, Adam. I'm I'm gonna go with Sean Cremody. He's uh he's been out there putting up on a clinic. He just just hasn't had the luck. You know, he uh, won the pit road last night and uh, started in the back and just uh. Bad things happened in the back to him. Just couldn't get back up to the front. So hopefully next week, uh, luck's on his side. 
Hi, Carl. All right. So, um, Vegas uh, last year in TNT and Street Stocks was my uh, first win um, in the AOLL. Um, but I got that because there were a whole lot of cars that uh, wrecked out that were better than me. Um, a lot of those guys are no longer uh, in TNT. Um, but I'm picking the guy who was leading uh, when uh, Larry Patrick went down on the apron to take it three wide. <laughs> um, I'm picking my teammate Chris Oliver to win. Uh, he led 15 laps, and uh, I think uh, I think he could win uh, win third. All right. Gosh. Just because I'm gonna say it's another do win. Blake, you you. You've got this. You've been strong on the mile and a halfs in these cars. I, I do not have Vegas at all. <laughs> I appreciate it, Josh. Thanks. Yeah, but uh, honestly, it's it's overdue. In all honesty, the pepper. The pepper says Tim St. Jean. I think he's way overdue, and uh, mm -hmm. like we've talked about, he, things are coming to him, and. And yeah, I like that I, one too. I, yeah, I I think Tim is going to be the man to beat this week. I, as long as you guys go green for a while, I think Tim will be the man to beat. Honestly, we look at a track that was very that's very similar to Vegas. We go to the season opener at Charlotte. If he wouldn't have been the gentleman that he is, he would have been able to hold me off for the win, no questions asked. Hmm. And. Yep. I expect the same thing this week. Alrighty, T Tim. Well, Tim, stop being a gentleman. Drink some of your Canadian coffee or whatever it is, and just uh, <laughs> wreck Josh next time. He would only he'd only block it. The only person he would actually do that kind of crazy stuff to, and it would be me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like when I pass him. Trust me. <laughs> oh. So, well, Blake, we appreciate you coming on tonight, man. Uh, it was enjoyed uh, listening to your insights and learning to a little bit more about you here. Yeah, thanks, guys. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Um, you know, it was it was fun getting together and talking. Yeah, it was fun having you on here tonight, man. We'll uh, we'll see you again on uh, well Wednesday night, and then we'll see you again on uh, Thursday night. And we awesome, wish you guys. best of luck this season. So. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, and, uh, same to you guys, and have a great night. Thanks. All right, thank you. Thanks, Blake. I believe that's going to wrap us up for the night as we have a uh, prior engagement to get to after this, and uh, I know everybody's ready to get out of here. And Nick's already in it. Yeah, Nick's, Nick's already been yeah, practicing. Hey, All right, hey, yeah, I haven't been practicing. I've been driving the car around the I have some news. Oh, okay. All right, so. All right. Very surprisingly, this thing gets really loose in traffic. Oh, great. Like, Maybe. I mean, snap loose. Bad. Okay, great. So We'll find that out in just a little bit. So uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, from all the guys here in the Ghostfire Media crew, we want to thank everybody for watching the podcast. And don't forget, we will have a racing broadcast on Sunday night with Josh Laston and Larry Patrick in the booth for that, the Cup Series. Carl of the Henderson. A Carl Henderson. Carl Henderson. Oh, that's right, Carl Henderson. I, I forget enough. you're in there. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, I'm trying to figure it all out, too. One's so. bald, one I has listen, I don't ever watch that one. I never watched that one. Sorry, guys. One has talent, one finished third once. <laughs> no big difference. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
Thank you. Anyway, so don't forget to go me on Sunday night for the AOLL Cup Series. And then myself and Nick Adams will be on Tuesday night for the IVRL Butt Kicker race. And then Wednesday night, it will be Larry Patrick and whoever wants to join him, I guess, on that night. I guess Carl Henderson is probably his, his go-to guy, isn't that right, Carl? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Does Larry really now. need him, though? Larry would say no. I mean, he finished <laughs> third once, so he should yeah. probably be able to do it by himself. Yeah, third. exactly. And then on Thursday, the TNT division will be myself and Adam and probably Larry and Eric, too, as well. And uh, that'll be it for us through the week. And uh, we also have more racing coming up. Adam, uh, tell us about that as before we go off. Don't we have some uh, good news to talk about soon? Uh, have- starting in late July, we just uh, brokered a deal with this wonderful league called Fuel Racing League. Uh, we're going to be start broadcasting on them on Monday nights. And then uh, closer to their start date, we'll start pulling them into the podcast, getting to know the drivers before the season. We'll have them in here trying to get to talk with the admins first, and then uh, we'll then start pulling in some of the drivers closer towards the end of this, uh, the season start date. But that's going to be July 26th is our kickoff race. Monday night's uh, qualifying starts, I think, at 8.50 p.m., and uh, green flag drops at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. So – Lots of exciting things are happening here at Ghost Fire Media. I'd like to thank you once again for watching the podcast or listening to it on Spotify. Remember, it's going to be on Spotify, so if you missed any part of this, you can go back on YouTube or you can listen to it in your car on Spotify. So from all of us here at Ghost Fire Media, thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.